previously on high scores, high stakes. And with me, after a long hiatus, it is my co-host, Mr. John Sherry. How are you, mate? It is Halloween time. Halloween. And I can think of no better game for our challenge this week than one of the greatest games ever made. Resident Evil HD Remake. That voiceover, that voiceover is amazing. So this is it. You'll see that out of all four of us, I'm the only one picking it. Everyone else is just standing around. Oh, you're picking it too, I suppose. I'm um, trying to. <laughs> Cardinal's looking at the typewriter in the to... dining hall. <laughs> I don't know That's what I was thinking. Like, is he actually... Is he just like submitted a screenshot or what's going on there? <laughs> I really hope if they ever make Dino Crisis Remake, you're literally in the credits as a thank you, special thanks to the <laughs> one man army who never who never gave up hope. It's for boss encounters basically, and that is you, Sherry. That's my, that's all she wrote. You have died 11 The same dogs, the same Molly dog just Cardinal. got a Cardinal there. If it hadn't got, if that speed, if my running speed was still maximum, um, I probably would have had time, but I just at this point I'm like, I don't have time, I just get what I can. So here's how it looked then. So Cardinal finished his run with zero bullets and one key item. Okay, so that means Cardinal at the end of this challenge is getting one point. You, Sherry, are finishing third, so you get the one point for finishing third. You also okay. finished with four bullets, which is one bonus point. And you finished with one key item, which is another bonus point. So that means you're finishing this week with three points. Tom has done a bit better. A lot better, to be fair. He finished with 26 bullets, which by my maths means that he's getting eight bonus points for that. Um, and then he's finished with three key items, which is a further three points. And he also finished second. So that means that Tom has finished this week with 13 points. I finished with 46 bullets, netting me 15 bonus points and 12 key items, a further 12 points. Plus I've won it. So I am walking away on Halloween with 30 points. That is it's why a... Resident Evil is my favorite game of all time. <laughs> now on to this week's episode. Hi everyone and welcome to season two, episode ten of the High Scores High Stakes podcast. The podcast that wants to be the king of the iron fist, but ends up falling into an active volcano. I'm your host, Mr. Lover Lover, and with me as always is my co-host. He's back. I've been touching grass and I didn't like it, so I had to come back and <laughs> touch virtual grass, go play some games. Let's play games. I think it's... Tomahawk is back and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, yeah, based on your performance last week in Resident Evil, mate, the less said about that, the better. Like to be fair, um, I just I want to talk about the one in one out policy that we seem to have going here. I've disappeared. <laughs> Sherry's come back. Sherry's disappeared. I've come back. I don't know what's happening. Where the was no cohesion these days. It looks like only one of these hosts has any sort of thoughts of continuity of dedication, of a relationship with our listeners, and that's me. 
the only the only member left to be in every single episode. And it's it's a disgrace. I just want to say that on behalf of everyone. It's an absolute disgrace. <laughs> well, I did a poll and you weren't invited, but they all said that they don't like you. So mm, I don't know if it's a good relationship, but it's a relationship nonetheless. It's forced. An abusive relationship, <laughs> I suppose. I'm forcing myself. <laughs> Force myself on the audience to listen to my ramblings every single week. <laughs> but Beautiful. speaking of last week, Tomahawk, the Halloween special that you missed, you were too frightened. I know. I was you were too frightened of, of zombies, too frightened of having to show your face of finishing a second. lowly, lowly <laughs> second. But it was a terrible, terrible second. There's oh, good, there's good seconds showing. and there's bad seconds and I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed in all of you last week. I thought, this is an opportunity. Just get bullets. Just get them. Just get key items. Really, really easy. Really, really simple. I did. I do distinctly remember saying to you, writing will be key. And you went, yeah, 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 yeah. But no one listened. Oh, it's just, it's, it was a funny old challenge, but uh, I've been touching back on it, but we will discuss in uh, uh, later on in this uh, unless you want to do our usual preamble, we'll tell yeah, the listeners, I'm, first time I'm, listeners or whatever, what's going on. <laughs> I am going to explain exactly what High Scores High Stakes is, Tom. Don't you worry Perfect. about that. High Scores High Stakes is usually for friends. <laughs> but recently, it's not been four, it's been two. <laughs> but what we do is each and every week we pick a game and we challenge each other to do something in that game and we compete in a league table whoever comes first will get three points second gets two points third gets one point and last gets zero points it's really really that simple it's 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 fresh last week's challenge game was resident evil and resident evil's challenge was very simple it was a scavenger hunt for bullets and key items no one listened to the wise words of lover the resident evil professional <laughs> semi-professional speedrunner <laughs> Can you imagine it, that he didn't do well in this challenge? This would be that would have been even <laughs> funnier. But there we are. I know, but if my granny had a wheel, she'd be a bicycle. It's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> so, what should have been a high scoring week last week was not a high scoring week. It was for me, but not for you, Cardinal or Sherry. I think last week's scores were something ridiculous. I finished that challenge with thirty points. You finished with thirteen. Sherry finished with three. And Cardinal finished with one. So that means that the league table at the end of last week, and I'm going to have to put a star here. Cardinal, as reported last week, finished it with 20 points. But I'm going to put a wee asterisk and I'll come back to that at the end. Um, Sherry is on 15 points. You are in second place with 41 points. And I am in first place. A whole heap ahead of you, 52 points. Now, let's go back to that asterisk I give to Cardinal. He's currently in third. So I said at the end of the episode, Cardinal started the week with 20 points. He got one point for picking up a key item in Resident Evil. And I think at the end, I said he still has 20 points. That is obviously <laughs> factually incorrect. And I blame the pressure put on me by everyone else just jumping ship and finding things to do, better things to do than this podcast, which is unbelievable. Um, but yeah, Cardinal is actually on 21 points. So the league, as it stands, fourth place, Sherry with 15. Cardinal in third place with 21. You're in second place with 41. I am in first place with 52 points. 
Big easy, big, easy big peasy, massive swing. Also, I have been doing my homework this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been going through the annals of high scores, high stakes history for many Ooh, reasons. All we do is facts and stats. But I have yes. some stats. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's do this. I have some stats. Right. Here we go. I have one stat for each of us. And we'll start with Cardinal Smith, Mr. Consistent. Last week marked for the first time in High Scores High Stakes history, Cardinal Smith finished three challenges in a row in fourth place. If it wasn't, oh. if it wasn't for the fact that it was a scavenger hunt with one point per key items, Cardinal would finish three weeks in a row with zero points. Sherry's stat is similar but different. It's the first time in High Scores High Stakes history Sherry has a string of three consecutive weeks picking up points. Oh, wow. I know. That's good. Gets yeah. We've done, what's this now, 10 plus 9. This is the 20th, like, points-driven episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's crazy when you actually think about that. Yeah. Yep. Here comes another interesting fact. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> you, in the 20 points-driven episodes, have never finished fourth. That I that I could find, you've never finished last. Yeah, unless it's a team challenge, I think. I would mean, count those because you'd be right. held back by your teammate like I was by Sherry. I'm coming for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then here we go. The single biggest scoring game week in high scores, high stakes history. So the biggest individual score picked up was Cardinal Smith in Quake. I nearly equaled his Quake score in Resident Evil. Which is quite well, the, that was the feat. Here we ended up, if I'm remembering correctly, 46 points. Bit of a fine polish on that run in Resi. You'd be knocking yeah, on yeah. the door of that, definitely. I, I made a couple of huge mistakes. My Resident Evil run, like I went through the dining room door twice. Two more times than I should have. I also got caught by a couple of zombies. Knocked down my running speed to the slowest possible. I think... And then I wasted time getting that music box because I thought the music box was a key. On the list. <laughs> this is the thing, though. I fully went into that challenge thinking, I've got this. And then as soon as I... Because I did the same thing as you. I had the game start and I just had the phone timer set yep. right next to it. As soon as I hit go, I just went, um, okay, this is... I don't remember anything now. <laughs> <laughs> what I loved. My favorite thing was just Cardinal at the typewriter reading the descriptions. <laughs> just staring into the void. Just like, please, what do I do? There's one door. I, I'm gutted I missed it, but I did watch, I watched the episode back and you just glide through the Spencer house. It's just, it, it shows the knowledge I think you have of that game. And it's, I think you need a hobby, mate. <laughs> <laughs> My hobby is playing Resident Evil. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of Resident you're Evil, not, you're not picking the challenges next season. I tell you, we're gonna have to go to whoa, an independent. Whoa. No, I, I, we're gonna we're going to an independent whoa. body. I think. Hold on, hold <laughs> on a minute. What do you mean? I'm not picking the challenges. I don't pick the challenges. <laughs> you just agree to them. I know. <laughs> we all we all pitch ideas. Every single one of us pitch ideas for games, and we by committee say yay or nay on games. And True. if memory serves me right, I said, "What about Resident Evil for Halloween?" And you're all like, well, yeah, that's just a great idea. Love it. You're just full of these great ideas. 
please train me in your ways of great ideas. And that's the way, that's exactly the way the conversation went. And then it was a 70, <laughs> 72 slide seminar on how to make good ideas. And here we are. <laughs> you were definitely there. Like your camera wasn't working that day. Uh, they saw you put the chat. Maybe in body, not in, <laughs> not in mind or spirit, at least anyway. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's the state of play. The state of play is the gap between me and you and Sherry and Cardinal is now absolutely enormous. And it's going to take some serious dropping of points from us, but gaining of points from the other two. Yeah, definitely. It's two two different leagues have opened up uh, this time. It's not as clear-cut as it was, or it's not as tight as it was, I should say, uh, four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Simple and, as that. And it's getting to the point where we need challenges to have more than the standard three two one and it's a good thing that this week's challenge is exactly that there is a load of points up for grabs tonight a load of points and sherry and cardinal have it all to do but before we get into that i think tom the time has come it has been two weeks i know for me to ask you what are you playing so i spooky season has concluded according to the calendar it's never not so much in our yeah, hearts. <laughs> not so much on the, the Tomahawk PlayStation hard drive. Uh, I recently just finished the House of Ashes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I think that is actually the best one of the Dark Pictures anthology to yes. date. Yes, possibly, yeah. I, I, just... I think I said a few weeks back, I think they got better and better. Yeah. But I think... And then the, the Devil in Me is next, I think. It's That's the season the last, one finale. It's the season yeah. finale, yeah. I oh. think the critics would disagree with us massively on that because I think Man of Madan is the highest rated of all of them. It's really bizarre. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's probably a good story, good twist, but I don't think... I think just House of Ashes just is starts Better. at 11 <laughs> and doesn't drop. No. No. But, I, I, I have exactly the same. I think it's really really good maybe it's just recency bias or maybe it's just because it, the, yeah. the post credit scene is just incredible and maybe so that's good so different from what they normally have done like super massive at least anyway honestly that without spoiling it for people who haven't played it because it is this month's place still fairly plus, recent yeah um without spoiling it for anyone i did not for the life of me see that coming I, th- I probably should have but I didn't and it was just like what <laughs> hmm. I think what Supermassive have done really well especially in the, the Dark Pictures anthology is what the decisions you make aren't as clear cut as what your consequences are going to be so I've made like a few choices in um, in House of Ashes like quite early on and thought to myself that's pretty like that's the right thing Not to do and literally in the last half of the chapter i was just like why is everyone dying this is yes <laughs> yes there's one decision you make at the start when you fall into the hole in the ground there's a decision you make at the very start of the game that the consequences for it is like five ten minutes before the end yeah. <laughs> it's like what it's it's it is crazy and it's it's so hard to keep track of what you do even like the wee 
it gives you all of the your choices. Effect. Yeah, the yeah. butterfly effect thing. It's so hard to kind of remember because sometimes you may like at the very start, if you do or don't shoot the bystander, yes, that in completely yep. impacts at the very end. I'm just like, how are you supposed to? Yeah, of course you're not going to do it, but at the same time you're like, how's that going to impact anything? <laughs> but uh, it's done. It ticked off. I mean, that's you can fire through those games in a couple of hours, like without mm-hmm. doing without strain, straining yourself too much. I I then caved. I wanted to redeem myself, so I've gone back to Resident Evil, and I'm going to do a speed I'm, run. Ten no, half hour speed run. God no. <laughs> I'm actually I. This is the first time, and this is really interesting, the first time now that I have everything from zero to eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm just going to, in the background, blast through them all chronologically. Skip six. I say that. I feel as if I need to just do it because I've never finished it. Six would be great if it was just Leon and Wesker, boy, uh-huh. his name, Jake. It would be great if it was just those two. Uh, Chris's campaign has probably the best boss in the game. Um, but it's just the fact you have to play three, four campaigns. Ah, that's right. It's, it's just very heavy on the, yeah. it's the about, narratives. Yeah, it's a, it's about a thirty-hour game because you have to, you have to play through the game four times from slightly different perspectives. And then, well, the thing it got me was. And I get what Capcom were going for, I really do, is they wanted these big multiplayer boss battles where you'd have like six players, but the fact that you fight the same four or five bosses for every single character... There's no variation, yeah. There's none. There's none. That it, the individual bosses are all right. Um, I like Jake's campaign because of the the nemesis-type enemy that's oh, yeah, stalking yeah. you. That's good. Uh, Leon's campaign starts off cracking and sort of falls to pieces near after the church. Um, but the game itself is, it's a mess. It is uh, a, yeah, I don't, I remember being mess. the weakest of the sort of series, really. It, it's a, it's a mess. It, it's a shambles. It, I remember, a shambles. if I remember correctly on the, the X, because I had it, I think on the 360 back mm. in the day. Am I right in saying it was a double disc? Yeah, possibly. I had it on on PlayStation Three, so it was a Blu-ray. Yeah, true. I don't probably probably a lot of games were check that one then. Yeah, (laughs) we'll come back. I don't. I don't know. I never played it in three sixty. I played it on the PlayStation Three, um, and then again on the PlayStation Four, thinking maybe I judged this too hard. No, (laughs) no, I did not. That's it, because I think I did a bit of a spot check on the whole series. I've played them all. Or at least mm-hmm. I finished them all and played some of them. I've never played th- Resident Evil Three. Absolutely insanity. The remake's really good. Um, it got a hard out time, I think, from critics and players. Oh, it's not Resident Evil Three, you know. Oh, they cut the clock tower and all's here business. Um, I've made issues with it. Um, it's not perfect. It's really fun and it's really good to play. Um, and what they cut out, like the clock tower and stuff. Clock Tower is a great part of the original. It's the most Resident Evil 1 sort of part yeah, of th- okay. the original th- game. That's gone. Uh, but in its place is you control Carlos a lot more. So you go to the hospital and you go into Raccoon Police Department. Ah, okay, okay. Because uh, it's, uh, it's tandem. It runs parallel to par- Resi yeah. 2, yeah. 
two hours before, two hours after, I think, is the official time frame. So okay. from the nemesis getting Jill to Jill passing out midway through is a couple of hours before Resident Evil 2. She passes out, Resident Evil 2 happens, and then she wakes up, and then Resident Evil 3 continues. Okay. That's the official timeline. Okay, so fair enough. But it's a, it's a good game. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think I completed it, and then restarted it instantly again to play it on it's a higher one of them good. ones that i think it just kind of whenever i was trying to go back and play them on the older consoles before these whole this whole master remake fad happened yeah i was accumulating them across all the different platforms and the plan was to do it like 10 years ago when we only had resident evil 5 or 6 mm-hmm. and now i'm just like ah, oh, now's as good a time as any they're all on one console now so you see that's it that's it that was i think I think PlayStation 4, sort of Xbox One, is the first time I, I can think of that every single Resident Evil has been available on one console. Like, I know the GameCube, um, but I mean, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 were just literal PC ports brought ah, it, on yes. a smaller disc. But I think it's the first time I remember where every single Resident Evil is now playable, including most of the spin-offs. So Revelations, Revelations 2... Code Veronica are all playable and PlayStation. Ah, they're all there as well. Yes, they're, no, all, so... they're all worth a play, all three of them. I think what a time Re- to be alive. Is good. Yeah, what a time to be alive indeed. <laughs> so Resident Evil 3 is on is on your list to do next. That's it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to redeem myself on Resident Evil 1 and then I'm just going to hammer through the the full the full eight installments, I think. Just that'll tie me over. I do. I picked up Zero the other day because I had accumulated points on my PlayStation Stars. And Yay. that give me that give me wallet points or wallet money, so got it for like three quid. So can't complain. Resident Evil Zero is well worth it. I think Resident Evil Zero falls apart, but <laughs> <laughs> the opening area is incredible. It's, it's incredible. on the on the train, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great, great. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what is on my horizons for the next couple of. That'll probably take the next couple of months at least, anyway. So. TPC on that progress there. <laughs> <laughs> so what about yourself, Lover? Uh, what what have we been playing then this last seven days? Well, I have actually beaten two games this week. Two. Fantastic. Two. Drink it in. Drink it in. Regale me. <laughs> I picked up Costume Quest 1 and 2 after it appeared on this day on PlayStation a couple of weeks back. Um, I blasted three Costume Quest 1. Um, really excellent game really funny absolutely no challenge in it at all it's just yeah. like a nice wee five six hour rpg it's really charming really funny um the story goes places you don't expect it to go um <laughs> and then i started the um and then i started the dlc it's called grubbins on ice and it's set at christmas so i was like Maybe now is not the right time to play this. Early, but... And then I checked the achievement list and sure enough, there's an achievement for playing Grubbins on Ice on Christmas Day. So <laughs> I'll hold off on that. But it seems really good. The uh, the the base game's brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. It doesn't do anything new, but it's really funny and really charming. Um, it looks great and it sounds great. And it's just a double fine game, all three and three. Grubbins on Ice, I've started that. Um, you go through a portal at Christmas and one of your friends gets kidnapped and you have to save your friend. 
but of course you go through the portal and it's an unbeatable battle right you wind up being held captive and the other world where these goblins come from and i was like oh this is christmas i'll leave this till christmas uh, that's it when it's more uh <laughs> it's more relevant more appropriate but it really good i think i got both okay. of them uh caution quest one caution quest two plus the dlc uh for like three pounds 70 on steam well worth it brain incredible game. brilliant brilliant game um i also beat zombie revenge on the dreamcast so <laughs> <laughs> oh that's really the arcade style yeah, yeah, yeah. One, wasn't like it? Yeah, yeah. house of the dead too you know, only arcade beat him up really good really good really challenging it just it it eats you, you can just continue as if you're putting a coin in like so there's no actual penalty for for ah, you're dying. not pushed back or nothing like that yeah nah. it's just good crack it's really good fun it's like uh it reminded me of dynamite cop 2 also on the dreamcast might be using the same engine. Okay. <laughs> um, so Dynamite Cop 2 is just Dynamite Cop, but Dynamite Cop in the US was branded Die Hard Arcade, but they lost the license. Okay. So they had to just call it Dynamite Cop 2. <laughs> and it's on a boat, not a hotel. <laughs> but it's really good. <laughs> really good. So Revenge is great. I, I'm pretty sure it's based on the same engine because a lot of the stuff Daddy Mike Cop is in this game and just right, it okay, feel it's very, very cut different. And paste then, yeah, yeah, but really good, okay. really worth it. I don't know, I don't know if it was worth the money I spent on it. I spent ah, a sure, you lot say that now. of money on that game, a lot. <laughs> I don't know if it was worth what I spent on it, but really good fun, and I'll definitely play it again because there's more than one character, and apparently the story changes depending on. You make decisions where you want to go and stuff. So oh, okay. like go go forward or go right. You know, that sort of decision. Um, so I'll play through it again with the other characters and see what the crack is. And then I've also been playing Relic Hunters. Ah, yes, you've the... been uh, you've been chatting about this sort of off uh, off yeah. record as well. Yeah, you, so and, you Rel- and Sherry actually. Relic Hunters is really good. It's kind of like it's it's like Borderlands and Destiny, but in a top down twin stick shooter. Um, and it was one of those games where I was just playing it. You, you play through the tutorial levels, and it's like, oh, this is quite, this is quite fun. It's really easy. And then it hits a point in the, it, there's a world map like think Mario World, where you finish a level, and there's a, it goes to an overworld. It's just yeah, a yeah. map, and you can pick the next place. But I, I got to a point where it was all locked, so I couldn't. I could only had like eight missions. I've just had to replay over and over again, and I couldn't understand why the rest of it was was locked so it said like, you have to get to rebel level two but nowhere does it say what what that means like okay. how do i do that um so you have to there's a whole heap of stuff going on in the background in that game so you have like gear level you have like tiers of gear so green orange purple gold you know that sort of classic litter shitter style yeah yeah but you also have when you do there's challenges you can do but the game doesn't explicitly tell you you're doing challenges. And then you have to go into the menu, find those challenges. And, and it's all separated into chapters in the story. And then you have to redeem them. And then that boosts up your rebel oh, level. Right, okay. So the game could have explained that at some point, I thought. But now I know what's going on. I've actually unlocked a whole heap of more missions. It's getting, it's getting difficult. So it's a multiplayer you know, you can play with up to three other people and it's just drop in, drop out multiplayer. Okay. Um, it's getting to points now where I need other hunters because my gear level's just that wee bit too low. 
Oh, uh, right, right, okay. But it's really good. Again, it's really funny. <laughs> the story is ridiculous. So you are this guy called Seven, and you have a machine in your pocket, and you have amnesia. Of course you have amnesia. Standard, yeah. Um, and you get attacked by these... Basically, the Imperial Gal- the Galactic Imperial, <laughs> like oh, okay, yes, Star yes. Wars, um, and they want the machine you have. You don't know why, but they want it. Uh, and then the machine gets eaten by a giant like snake, and then right. it, it you, then the, you have to chase that snake, and that's the game. This and sounds so like you, if it was made into a movie, that Dwayne Johnson would play the lead role for some reason. In a I, t-shirt, yeah, and khaki I, trousers, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all I'm envisioning. <laughs> him chasing a giant snake as well, <laughs> and that's that's basically the game. The game is really fun. It gets really difficult, um, and it becomes almost bullet hell at points. There's just so many enemies on screen all firing at you. It's really good. It's like the gunplay is kind of like Enter the Gungeon. If you've ever right, played okay. that, okay, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Enter the Gungeon's like a roguelike top-down shooter but the if you have a shotgun you have to press the trigger for your, every individual shot if you have a oh, revolver yeah, every yeah, individual yeah. shot and then if you hold down a machine gun then your reticle will then, sway yeah. yeah and you have to sort of pump it's it's the gunplay is very much like that really really good game um and i think it's dirt cheap it's on alpha i think at the minute maybe better um it's not the finished product it's not uh the release it's still like 0.07 i think is oh is okay. the version so it hasn't yet met full release um and it is like a reimagining i think relic hunters came out in like 2017 but it was like a real indie game and i think it was flash and this is just oh, okay we now have a team of like i think it's like 12 people i don't even think it is 12 and they've reimagined it and now make it into a bigger title but it's really really good uh, uh, I'm really enjoying it. I can see myself playing it for a brave wee while because there's loads of missions and there's like loads of like, um, like horde mode and there's like all these dungeons okay. and stuff like this. So it seems to be there's it seems to be a whole heap of content, but a lot of it's locked because it's not released yet or uh, I'm not high yes. enough level and stuff like that. But it's honestly, really good fun. Uh, at, least my... at least experience like blockers and not paywall blockers. I think so. That's that's, and that's quite it. refreshing. That's it. I, I've no doubt in my mind. Like I know at Halloween they had like an event where you can get like Halloween hats, um. But you okay. don't have to. You, you didn't. Have I to don't have it. to chime in on it. Like yeah. Yeah, you did. You didn't even have to play the game to get them. You literally just had to sign up for like their social hub, so their stat collecting site. So like Halo. Ah uh, yes, yes. Remember that Halo site? The name escapes me at the minute. Halo White Reach, I think it was called. Um, it's kind of like that. So they're we're collecting your stats, but here's some hats. <laughs> I have some free stuff to uh, excuse our data mining. <laughs> we'll take your stats for these hats. Ah, sure, one. that's what it is. So it's it's a really good game. Not my usual style of game at all. I don't like looter shitters, but really, really good fun. I mean, really it sounds like it. you're having a very a lot of your game are quite uh, no, not really much thinking about. You just can put a, an hour or two into it and then just detach. And that's it. That's it. That's I have want. I have Alan Wake downloaded the remaster in the PlayStation. And I also have that Callisto Protocol downloaded. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, I cannot be bothered because I know yeah. it's going to be 10, 12 hours. I'm just, right now, I'm just looking games just to play. That's it. I have, I've been dipping in and out actually just before we do move on and back into Sea of Stars. 
Because every time I play it, I keep thinking I'm getting to the natural conclusion point. But you're not. And then it just goes, here's more stuff to do. Here's another mission. I know. It's like <laughs> this the whole game. They're talking about this, the, the Dweller of Strife. And that's the yes. big bad boss. And I fought the big bad boss. And then the bigger bad boss appeared and just went, well, I'm going to take the Dweller of Strife and I'm going to make him even more powerful-er. Oh, that's classic JRPG stuff. I love it. Love. I think it's great. The game is so good. And I'm not saying anything more without spoiling, but one of the yeah. characters has basically just been like, I'm going to help you because of a certain plot device that is forcing this on me. And it's going to be yes. sad and you know it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can't wait so to start good. it. I, I, I have about, played a wee bit of it, but I've put about 17 hours into it so far, and I think there's probably still another 10 or so to go. Okay, see, I think it's a good 30 hour story from even from what I've read. That's rough, the rough average. Yeah. yeah, see, the thing about it is, I really want to play it, and I have started on the PlayStation 5, but to me, it doesn't. And this is this is a me issue, and I'm fully aware of it before anyone gets <laughs> and goes, "Yeah, you are wrong." <laughs> um, there's certain types of games I think shouldn't be played in a home console, and a retro style RPG is you. exactly one you, of them. Though. Yeah, I I'm waiting for it because I have it on PlayStation. I don't want to double dip full price. I'm waiting for it to drop on Steam so I can get it for the for the deck because I think I will play it on the deck. 100%. Oh god, I know absolutely. I've... 100% get where you're coming from. I, I I like that's why I only maybe dip into about half an hour, an hour at a time on it now because yeah. it's kind of not the game. I don't feel as if I'm achieving anything in my yeah. gaming catalog if I'm just, you know, yeah. with that basically. It's, it's 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 a I know I know it's a me problem, but there's like I, I really love handheld gaming, <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, it's a game that's absolutely that built kind of throwback mm-hmm. of the old school, um top-down rpgs yeah love it yeah. it's it's such a it is such a good game like and it's I, actually I, just got to the point now where i'm sitting there going because it's now they split all the characters up mm-hmm. so you, you can pick from the the brother and the, i say the brother and sister the two the boy and the girl character mm-hmm. yeah but i'm at this point now where they sent the boy character off to one island but they sent the girl character to a different island yeah. so i'm wondering does the playthrough change depending on which character you've picked Okay. Yeah. Or yeah, possibly. if I pick the girl, would the girl go where the boys going now, and then they just switch? You it never that way. see the other part of the game. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's like Chrono Trigger, isn't it? Chrono Trigger. There's yeah. Time. There's a time element to it, isn't it? A little bit. It's kind of more for like puzzle based things, like but yeah. you just you yeah. can shift the time of day to activate crystals and move bridges and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. It's it's that's a deep dive episode if there ever was one. Here's a question for you. Have you ever played Chrono Trigger? Uh, no, but I have listened to uh, <laughs> Shout Out Play Along Podcast. They did a, okay. a full rundown of it uh, over like 10 episodes of them. And That's what I was going to say. It's quite like, intense. Yeah, I think there's like 16 endings or something. Jesus. It's wild. It's great. <laughs> I, just, I, I, don't know what, I don't know where I was listening to, but it was like, yeah, this is Chrono Cross. Oni. No, crazy. And I was like, "I'm sold. Give me it. Put it in my veins." I'll, and I'll, then I'll look into it. <laughs> I'll look into it, but it's. Uh, I think there's a lot on my plate. There's a lot on my plate right now. <laughs> I think I don't think you can play Chrono Cross um, without delving into. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any legal way of playing it. Put it that Aye, way. That's it. Yes, Put yes. It that the rights holders don't it. want us. <laughs> don't want us to have it. 
So how do you do play do? it, how you get around those restrictions is entirely up to you. <laughs> and speaking of getting around restrictions, Tom, let's get around the restriction of this first section by getting straight into our challenge game this week, which is, of course, for the avid listener, Tekken 7. So let's get there. And this is it. The challenge game, Tom, of episode 10. Two more after this. Two more. You know what you have to do. You have an 11-point deficit to pick up on. Cardinal knows what he has to do. He's a 31-point deficit. And Sherry, well, he's got a six-point deficit if he doesn't want to finish last. That's it. You know, there's a lot to be doing here. But Tekken 7, mate, one of the finest fighting games ever made. I'm just going to say it right now. It is one. It was probably my favorite fighting game until Tekken Six. Tekken Six, Street Fighter Six, <laughs> <laughs> Tekken on the head here. Um, my personal favorite fighting game until Street Fighter Six released earlier this year. Um, great game, great game. So tell me, Tekken, Tom. Tekken has been one of those games. I think I, I, it's always one of those ones that my cousin had PlayStation One. He'd have just brought it to the house over like the summer holidays and stuff and basically would have just been like right we're all playing Tekken but it's going to be round robin and I'm going to beat all of you for all the daylight hours basically <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like my house <laughs> fast forward to uh, Tekken Tag Tournament Ooh. the man hours I put into that oh what a game learning, a learning game. all the combos and then just having like you know when you just have your pair and yep. that's it. And then for some reason, the Tekken Bowl, Tekken Tag Tournament bowling mini game, took over oh. my life. <laughs> oh, mate! That ah, oh, one of my favorite things of Tekken is Tekken is wild, and they don't care about breaking the norms. So Tekken Tag Tournament bowling mode was utterly bonkers. It makes no sense, but they just didn't care. It just if anything, it screams Japanese. Is here's these yeah. random mini games, and it's the sort of thing it started. It started with Tekken Three in the PlayStation One. So I don't know if you recall Tekken Three on the PlayStation One. You had your arcade mode. Then you had like, if you did certain things, you unlock certain characters. We also unlocked certain modes, and one of them was Tekken Force mode. Do you remember? Do you remember Tekken Force mode? It rings a bell, but so for Tekken the sake of. The listeners who don't know. The the listeners. <laughs> Tekken Force mode was you take the combat mechanics of Tekken and you put it into a 2D scrolling beat-em-up. And it was a fully-fledged... I think you could have released Tekken Force as a game, charged 20 quid for it, and no one would have bought it an eyelid. In my memory, it had six, it up, yeah. six stages. Uh, each stage had a halfway boss and a final boss, which was just characters from the game, and you had to fight them one-on-one. It was just, what a game mode. And then you had Tekken Ball, which was volleyball. Yes. <laughs> oh do you remember that? God, yes, I do. <laughs> they also, if I remember correctly, had a pinball function as well. I think there was like a tech, I think maybe. I don't recall that. I don't I'm recall that. I'm convinced that they had either if it's... It, either it wasn't part of a main game or it was like a arcade th- like add-on that they've did. But it's you know being Japanese, 
It wouldn't surprise me. It, no, not at all. It wouldn't surprise me in Tekken at all. There is a couple of Tekken games I skipped for one reason or another. So it wouldn't surprise me if like Tekken 4, for example, had a pinball mode at all. It really, really wouldn't. But yeah, so PlayStation 1 and then Tekken Tag Tournament. Tekken Tag Tournament is your the Tekken main Tag, game. Tekken Tag Tournament was my bread and butter for a good long time. And then I think there was just a void. And then suddenly Tekken 7 happened. And I'm just like, now you're speaking my language. And obviously we did this whole thing where you dip into Street Fighter for a brave while. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But I think where Tekken kind of edges it for me is Tekken doesn't take itself massively seriously in terms yep. of here's the buttons, here's what you need to press, here's how you need to learn the controls. Whereas Street Fighter has requires a bit more of a proficient uh, yeah. head on your shoulders, which I don't have. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, yeah, yeah, that's... I think that's just a side effect of it being 3D, I think. Um, yeah, so Street Fighter does require, it demands that you learn it. And until you learn Street Fighter, you're going to have limited fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think is a fair way of saying it. And that started, I hate Street Fighter 3, probably. Yeah, started yeah. that whole, you know, you will you will need to get good at this game to get any sort of, glean any enjoyment from it. Um, I don't mind that. I, I, well, I didn't mind that when I was a much younger man. <laughs> uh, now, yeah, there's a lot to be said for just a game to have like limitless depth. Tekken, Tekken is really deep, but you don't have to engage with anything <laughs> other than four buttons on the, that's and, it, and that's yes. it. And you can have an absolute field day with it. Um, it's one of the few games where I think low-level play if you have someone who's half decent at Tekken, they will dominate, uh, but they won't dominate it in a fashion that's unfun for everyone else. You um, quickly learn everyone's kind of play method and play style, mm-hmm. whereas like, so if you're trying that on Street Fighter, you have to match their level. You have to try and match yeah. their level, whereas like you can learn how to do a handy counter and a handy grab or something on, on yeah, Tekken yeah, that way. Tekken very much is, as well. It it wants you, Tekken 7 especially, wants you to pressure people. Like the game seems to be balanced around pressure, pressure, pressure. You know, not letting someone do what they want and not letting someone dictate sort of the, the pace of the game. Uh, Tekken's always been quite like that, I thought. I mean, uh, my my history with Tekken goes right back. Um, I remember seeing a video for Tekken 1 way back when I was a way tiny little lover. (laughs) And I remember seeing a video, I think it might be on Games Master, you know, uh, for Tekken. And it's just like, whoa, that looks amazing. Um, I remember getting the PlayStation 1, but not getting Tekken with it. I think we got Ridge Racer with ours. Um, And Cyber Slayer, that that classic. (laughs) Uh, I think we got Tekken with Tekken 2. It was right. the first one we ever owned. Tekken 2 was my... It was brilliant. For as good as Virtua Fighter 2 was, it, I think Tekken 2 was better. I, I know I'm in the minority of that, but I think Tekken 2 was better than, than Virtua Fighter 2. And then, yeah, and then day of release, um, I got the special edition of Tekken 3. And all it was was you got a... PlayStation CD holder with the words Tekken 3. That was the oh, special fantastic. edition. Fantastic. Not all this, like, 
none of this character skins and all that kind of stuff back in the day. No, no you got you got physical, physical stuff. <laughs> a physical thing and the came in a cardboard elongated box. Um but yeah, you got a you got a physical thing. Tekken three, to my memory, did not leave my PlayStation until Ridge Reserve Type Four came out. We it changed the that. game, didn't it? Like Tekken Three just kind of like took everything about fighting games and just went like, actually, let's uh, let's crank it up a bit. It was frightening because I remember playing Tekken Three in the arcade, and Tekken Three was basically just a reskinned, slightly faster with more characters. Te- Tekken Two almost. It looked awful. Like Tekken Three in the arcades looked awful it looked like tekken 2 but with less goro shading so it just looked yeah. like a, this weird mix between tekken 1 tekken 2 and it looked like a playstation 1 game and then when the playstation 1 port in inverted commas came out it looked miles better than the arcade and i mean miles You'd better I'd never, about that, yeah. i mean i don't know if that's just my memory of it that is my memory of it i remember it looking way better than the arcade it had way more characters it had way more game modes it was just way more fun i just remember tekken 3 it was it blew my mind how good it was yeah it blew it was uh, incredible and it just kept that sense of fun and it was just fantastic um the new characters you brought into it so you had like eddie gordo huang and all his hair business it was just it was great you had all the weird jokey characters as well, like the little dinosaur gone, I think you called them. Oh, yes. And you had Dr. Buskosnovich as well. I still think the fact that this game can get away with putting Panda and Bear. Kuma and Panda. Uh, yeah. I think, I, I, I think I rem- if I remember correctly, they were alternate skins, so they weren't actually two separate characters. Oh, I think on one of, the, one of the games, I think Tekken Tag, they were alternate skins they weren't actually two different characters no no they were just the same character yeah so kuma i think was tekken 2 i think he was just that he was like a bodyguard for jin's mum whose name is jun i think kuma was this the story that this is my bodyguard and it's a burr and then in tekken 3 i think panda was the bodyguard for the little Chinese girl whose name escapes me completely. Um, it'll come, it'll come to me later on. But that was yeah. They're always, but they're always alternate skins for one another. Until Tekken Tag Two, I think. I think Tekken Tag Two may have Had made them distinct separate characters. characters yeah. yeah, and I know for sure Tekken Seven. Um, they are definitely a, two different characters. Two separate seven, characters because yeah. I know. I think a few years back, maybe twenty twenty one, maybe. Uh, Panda won Evo. The player who won Evo was Panda. My dear. I think it was the first time in history that it happened. I uh, that's it. I suppose everyone's got a. It's Jin, Kazuya, uh, Yoshimitsu, Hwang, oh. that kind of. Yeah, you've got those kind of ones who are king and everything like that as well. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's really cool, that actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not very often you see people do those characters in, in the main things. And then after Tekken 3, honestly, I, I think the next Tekken game I played was Dark Resurrection on the Game Boy Advance, which was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Wild. <laughs> and then I played, I can't remember what it was called in the PSP. There was a Tekken game in the PSP. It was great too. And then that was it until Tekken 
Tekken Revolution, which was Tekken Tag, but free to play. Oh, okay. And it was, all, it was really quite good. It was a bit pay to win. Well, it was very pay to win. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was really good, really good fun. Um, and then that was it. And then Tekken 7 happened. And yeah, I think I bought Tekken 7 really quick after it came out. And then just. I uh, know, I got it definitely. I just got it on Plus, and then we sort of had said about this for the pod. And I think that's all she wrote after that. I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm very much in my use real money and buy Tekken 8 in the new year. Yeah, I, I, I definitely am. I played the, the beta. Oh, yeah, the beta, week. that's right. It was amazing. It was amazing. There's a few things I don't like about it. I was speaking with Sherry last week about them, uh, like the auto combo and stuff. I don't know about that. Oh, really? Um, that's annoying. Well, it's just L1. It's a bar. It starts full. It has limited use. And once it's empty, it doesn't refill and things like that. But it's just, I can see what it's there for. It started to narrow the gap between top players and not so top players. Um, but I don't know. It's just something. Oh, it's about like it. a inadvertent rubber band kind of situation, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's very much purposeful. But there's there's a whole heap of stuff in it. Like so, you have a throw techs have slightly changed as well. So you can tech at the start of a throw, or you can tech halfway through a throw, and you'll still take damage of halfway through. But it's halves and stuff, and yeah, yeah, it recovery frames. You're always on minus and stuff. But uh, it seems it's really really good. I loved it. It looked incredible. Like it was ridiculous how good it looked. I couldn't believe. I yeah, think I think it's on Real Five. It uses, but yeah, really good. Yeah, um, my brother sent me the code for the beta, and I was just like, you know, I'm on holiday. Yeah, and he goes, nope. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure he never got to use the <laughs> the the beta either. So, uh, code wasted, sadly. <laughs> uh, well, Tekken Seven's a great game. Oh, always, I've had so Tekken much fun Seven. playing this. Since playing this, I've bought it on Steam. <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, because why not? Why not play Tekken on the go? I've never why seen a man not? double dip into games so much than you do. But then this no. is the curse of the Steam Deck, I suppose. It is. It is. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's on. It's in a humble bundle. Oh, it's how much? <laughs> okay. Boink. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daddy Gabe. <laughs> oh, dear. And that's it. So I think, I think Tekken has been bled dry so to speak <laughs> so let's explain what the challenge is this week so last season you may recall street fighter 5 tomahawk you may also recall that you you finished last that one yes my stat earlier on was wrong last. my stat earlier on was wrong he had a new last. stat for next week now see you later <laughs> stat um, but you may recall we did a tournament in street fighter 5 so basically we did a draw and we played the person um, in a semi-final, the two winners went into the final, two losers went into a third-place playoff. Um, I finished third, Cardinal came second, Sherry won Street Fighter Five. So we thought, let's not do the same thing this time with Tekken. So we have decided to change the format of our fighting, and it is around Robin. So basically, we are going to fight each other once, and the points will be divvied out. Every round you win will get you one point for the league and that's it it's lovely Can't simplicity beat. that's it easy peasy nine points maximum maximum nine points. so that's uh we did say we wanted a big points week and we're, we're getting one well we, we, we should <laughs> get one shall we say um but yeah so that that's it it's it's really simple um it, some people say fighting games are the purest form of video games where it is 
win or lose, it's very seldom do you draw. And this is exactly what we're going for in this podcast. Keep it simple. Keep it pure. So I think, without any further ado, shall we hit that play button, Tom? Let's do it. Right, so here we are at the start of our round robin Tekken 7 tournament? Tournament, bonanza. is that the right word? I think a bonanza. I'm going to go with bonanza. absolute carnage bonanza lollapalooza. Let's do that. <laughs> absolute carnage. So we do have a run order here, um, and it was randomly generated, <laughs> but not by our wheel. Ooh. For a change. Uh, I wouldn't so trust the, the wheel. <laughs> The first match you can probably see on screen is Tomahawk versus me. So Tomahawk. Instant classic. <laughs> Instant classic. Any final words you want to say before we hit play? Uh, no, I feel as if the footage is going to say more than I ever could. <laughs> <laughs> Just before you do hit play, one thing I want to say is we set it to the default. I think it's 60 second rounds, first to three to win. Classic Tekken with so let's go let's hit that play button let's go straight into it straight into it oh, so me versus you tom the heavy hitters oh. opening things up i absolutely love it so let's explain who is who so tom tell me what character did you pick i went with yoshimitsu my tried and tested uh samurai alien yeah in a bullet club in a bullet club t-shirt, club t-shirt and neon trousers <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other hand, picked one of the greatest characters in video game history, Ho Ang. Um, yes. And I am dressed like, I don't know, Ghost Rider, I think is the Ghost best Rider, way to exactly it. that. <laughs> so, uh, fun, fun fact, actually, these were my parents in Tekken Tag Tournament. This was my go to team. Okay. Okay. My, my go to team was Ho Ang and Lee Wu Long, the oh, wow. grizzled cop who is quite clearly based on Jackie Chan. And that is the first round done, mate. You have took the first round. Quite handy as well. It was tight again. It was one of those similar fashion to last season. You had took everyone down quite low health and then a big rally on, on my part. So very lucky to yep. come away with that. And there's and you've two two nil lead right now. Tuna lead, and we go to the riff for the dramatic final showdown. So right now, third round, you have won the first two. I have picked up nothing, but it's all, it's all. My back's against the wall, I think here, and I can see you using the L one button, you wee cheeky devil. Oh, I do the. I think this oh. is the fun part about using the footage that I recorded and uploaded you can see it just flash on and off to the screen and i'm just trying my hardest to get something in but you're doing exactly what you do best and closing the gap and stopping me from playing my game yeah and you're just it's body shots and head kicks that's your your game plan and it's pulled your point back so absolutely so i have picked up my first point so it's currently 2-1 we're still in the roof of this factory i think it's mishima building so L, why are you pushing the L1 button? Out of curiosity, if do, you, do you know what the L1 hold, button does? If you hold the L1 button, it, it brings up your prompts for like, you know, your flying knees and these other, like, you know, see this one where I like climb on you with the samurai swords? Yeah. So uh, L1 does more than just show you. L1 is like um, easy combos. So you hold L1 and then those moves are actually quite complicated strings or button prompts. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah. So... It's one of those things. Um, 
I try to avoid it. Just I use it in practice mode just to practice timing and stuff. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It's I actually forgot that existed in Tekken Seven. You know, that's just basically where it's come from in Tekken Eight. It's just the evolution of that. Of shit, why? Sure. Just looking at Do this it. back here now, and so, you've well figured out what my game plan is at the minute. But but you have me down into rage, and I went for my rage and missed. So and now I'm sitting twice dangerously that's low as well, and this that that oh. was tighter than I remember actually. Yeah, yes, that was a wee slow motion finisher. So it was. So that that one then between me and you finished three two to me. So you've started quite strong. Two is if you're not going to get three, two is what you want to get. You want to take everyone the full distance and you did That's take it. the distance i had about what 10 percent of my bar left if even i was flashing i was in my rage i was flashing rage uh so i was down to below 25 percent health so oh, I'll, I'll take the two points but i think what's hurting me more is that i've thrown away a two i'd thrown away a two game lead there so mm-hmm. what could have been a whitewash has been a great comeback on the other on for you or yourself at least anyway. You snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, some would say, Tomahawk. That's it, as we love to say in this podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good comeback. The third round was particularly the second round was my strongest round, I think. It took me a wee while to get warmed up, I think is was was my issue. Um so it was so but yeah, so now next up then is Sherry versus Cardinal, the finalists from Street Fighter come face to face once more. Will the result be the same or will it be different? Because you might recall I think in Street Fighter Sherry whitewashed Cardinal. He did, yes. It was very much uh, 3-0. Yeah, that's right. So Sherry's gone King King and and Devil Jin. Cardinal has went for Devil Jin. Which is an interesting character choice because Devil Jin's not that good no, I don't I, I don't particularly enjoy him as a character. I think as well the wings just get in the way. Yes. Of is that it, not so much not doesn't impede his combat ability, but I think that just it's annoying to it pulls focus from what you're supposed to be doing in there and that oh that is a great, great win. Comeback for so, Sherry there. Sherry on from looking like he was gonna go die brave and easy, comes back, finishes Cardinal off with a wee rage combo. Um, it's a good fight, but yeah, Devil Jin. I don't know what it is. Is his move set is way more limited than regular Jin, and he seems slower, but he hits way harder. But he's just not a good character. I don't think at all. It's a panic choice from Cardinal, I think, as well. But uh, that's the game's leveled up one apiece now. Yeah. But what I think, fair play to Cardinal on this as well. He comes in, he doesn't just come in and go looking for, uh, you know, big hitting combos. He actually is quite, uh, what am I trying to say? He's very controlled and very concise in his movements, and he doesn't make a punch if he doesn't need to, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, his fundamentals are quite good in this because you're right, he doesn't really attack, and when he does, he gets punished big time every single time. Uh, Sherry's just punishing any, any whiffs. Uh, but yeah, so right now it is 2-1 to Sherry, but he's taken an absolute kick in. And he, he goes again with his rage combo. I don't know how that missed. That's, yes, 
that we were because we were watching me and you were obviously watching this in the in the fight the lobby, lobby going how is that not registered yeah so sherry there goes for his rage combo it starts with an overhead punch which connects but then he misses the grab it's it's like he it's passes a, through him nearly and then they end up back to back which completely throws me and then cardinal as Jin has a faster turn speed and move than, than king so right now it's 2-2 two, two. Uh, Sherry is on death's door. He just uses rage combo. Cardinal's about halfway down through his health Ooh. bar, and Cardinal is just ticket with an overhead double strike. So that finished off then another three two. This time Cardinal has took three points, which brings us on. That was a good fight. That was very good. That was a lot closer than I remember. Actually, I did think. Um, I did think that Cardinal kind of just. Uh, is took the polish off of, of Sherry's performance there. Sherry did a bloody great fight in that as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, three, he's got, Cardinals took himself off with three points there. It's a good yeah. start. Yep, I know Sherry's always played King in Tekken 2 and Tekken 3 and stuff. He's a weird choice. I, I like the idea of King. If it was me, I would pick Armor King. Um, it's the pro wrestler. So... It's that's all it is. It's the yeah. pro wrestler that Sherry is getting behind here, and but he's so he's so grab dependent. So he is, and it's just a load of his grabs can be chained and stuff, and it looks magnificent when you get it. But it's it's just a strange character choice. I wouldn't pick him. I I would pick Armor King over regular King, but I think Sherry only has the base game. Therefore, Armor King is not a favorite. <laughs> that's but... right. Yes. But I wouldn't go near King. You can, I don't think you could pay me to, to to be King. But this brings us on to our third fight of the round robin then. And it is you versus Cardinal. So let's, this let's is see how re- this one's going to work. This is very much going to be redemption for my, uh, well, on my part, I'd hope, of the, I've never felt more confident. I'm hoping to kind of shake that <laughs> this season. So You'll never shake it. I'll we'll never go, shake it. But there'll what be I can t-shirts. Do, <laughs> I can... Uh, wash it away and uh, hope that we can just drown it out at some point yeah so you have obviously we stick with our characters in this podcast apart but apparently cardinal didn't get the memo so we queried this at the time and he's like i didn't realize the time counted down <laughs> that was incredible and he was i think law might be beside devil Jin and the character select screen so he is law <laughs> and he's taking a pound and <laughs> Like I, this is why I thought it was quite funny. Again, I did the same thing in trials where I maybe spent a bit too much time on the character customization than the actual like <laughs> fighting of the game because uh, Cardinals took me to the wire there. But yeah, very very close. No, but I figured stand out. Wear a Bullet Club T-shirt. Wear neon trousers. Why the hell not? <laughs> I love it. I think every fight I wear a different outfit. But <laughs> yeah, just right. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, so right now this is a good fight. This is pretty much, and he's got the the backflip kicks, and he's just lo- absolutely oh. decimated me in that. There, he's got his kicks, his punches, his uh, spinning back fists as well. He's really like for a character that he did say that he had accidentally chosen. He was really, really. He was quite yeah, good with him. To be fair, I would have stuck with Law. I think Law's a better character. He's, just, he's much more accommodating for new players as well. He's he's just a very uh, good character. But this no, is... definitely. It's uh, this is I say this is where I've kind of, I think this is where I've oh. maybe got my tech and prowess kind of in full flow at the minute. Yeah, that's it. So right now, 
it's sitting three rounds down, two to you, one the Cardinal. And the one Cardinal took was a pretty strong round. That last one was a strong round for you. So we have a fight in yeah. our hands here. So you are on the verge of taking a win. Oh. Ah, that's it. Was... That shoulder charge is just, it does, it was a big, it creates space, but then you can also just knock him to the floor and do more damage how... with the swords as well. I was wondering how you were so consistent with that the whole the whole way through the fight. I was like, how is he doing? He has a timing down perfectly. L1. L1 is how you had the timing down so perfectly, mate. The, it's all right. The videos it up, never lie. It made up for the fact that I don't know how to do the rage combo thing. So <laughs> R, R1. <laughs> it's literally R1. Uh, some I... characters need special like statuses for it so for me to use my rage i have to be in the flamingo which is where oh, you lift yes. one leg up but for me to get in that's pretty easy it's just a left punch right punch and then a kick button and the kick will fake but he'll hold and you the just flamingo hold it in that I, position yes and then i r1 that was um, always my downfall uh whenever i would have to fight warang because yeah my cousin would have known every combo every uh St- stance movement of Huarang and just basically, I think one day just beat me in flamingo stance. <laughs> yeah, I lo- what I love about him is you can fake a lot of your attacks, so you can fake a left kick and then you can take it into the right kick. And it- he's a really good character. He's a, I-, I suppose if this was a two D fighter, he'd be a mix up character, wouldn't he? You don't know what he's gonna do, so he's a high pressure mix up character. I, I I just love the way he plays. He's hard to use. That's the only thing about him. It takes a lot of a lot of time in the lab, as they would say. Yeah. Um, but he's once you get used to him, he's absolutely fantastic. So this is match number four. So that score for you versus Cardinal ended three one to you. So that's a really good win. So right Healthy. now, right now I've won my one match. Uh, Cardinals won one of his two. And you have won one of your two. So, Sherry versus me. Let's get to it. So, King versus Hoang. Or Hoarang. However you say it. I'm trying to think how the commentator says it. I love the announcer in Tekken 7. He's so He's so good. Like, oh, yeah, got, oh no, we're Ghost Rider again. Still Ghost Rider. <laughs> Still Ghost Rider, but here we go. See? But he's can... so aggressive in his kicks and the, like, that kickboxing style, whereas... You know, King is very much just we're gonna do haymakers and deal a ton of damage that way, and then yeah. the sweeping leg. So Sherry seems to have warmed up there because he threw a missed kick from me, which is very, very well done. But you'll notice me; I'll start using fakes and feints and all sorts of other stuff, and then just finish him off with two kicks to his chin and take the first round. That's one nil to. Now, me. did I see you throw a kick at Sherry there, and he just? absorbs it completely because yes. he's charging so he's charging yeah so certain moves or certain button combinations everyone can do it you can take a hit but not interrupt your animations um you, so you can that's i think that's what always so... frustrated me about king because he had that ability to basically absorb quite a lot of yeah uh, attacks that way so he, he's took me down to about five percent here I've just finished him with my rage combo, but I'm about 5%. That was That's very close. Tight. 2 0. 2 0 to me, but that was not an easy win. But you can see my domination here <laughs> of the Tekken. Uh, that's it. Uh, 
my win this kind is there, there. very much how it wants to be played to. Oh, me and you i think that didn't help that me and you got a lot of practice in before yeah uh the, the, the main the main body of challenge then there we are and that's that, a whitewash that is three nil i don't remember that being three nil at all but three nil that last round was it was just pressure constantly and that's it he just, just couldn't react I think you just wanted to put put points on the board and put space between everyone else now, and you've just you've come in, and I think you're just too quick for Sherry and King. Sherry doesn't block. We said this in Street Fighter. Sherry honestly doesn't seem to block. Sherry just wants the attack, and when you pick King, you put yourself at a very big disadvantage. You want to play it that way. You can't play it like that with him. He wants to get in close, and he wants because he hits hard. When you get hit by King, you know it. Um, he wants to get in close, he wants to grab um, and just the constant punching and kicking leaves him wide open, wide open I think his fastest, I think his jab is like 10 or 11 frames long it's brave and long no that's it, I mean, for all he hits uh, he it does open up to a lot of the combos and I think that fight there from yourself shows that y- you're dealing equally as much damage with maybe 3 or 4 kicks than he is with maybe 2 jabs yeah yeah, pretty much. But it was, it, I would say it was a good fight. It, it it was pretty one-sided, apart from the second round where he took me right to the wire. I had about 5% health. Yeah. But it brings us on. So that one ended 3-0 to me. So that is, I've won both of my games so far, which brings us on to the second last game of the, of the extravaganza. And it is you versus Sherry. This is coming in quick. And, you know, there's no time to rest up in these matches you do forget that they're only two three minutes ago really so sherry has played two lost two so sherry needs to pick up a win in order to pick up points but it's your yatsumisu versus his king and let's see what happens here and instantly in with a jab and a i don't know suplex and he tries to go for the ddt and you take it beautiful but I think we have this uh, this game, from what I recall, was a lot tighter than I remember. There's a lot of uh, blocked grabs on both parts as well. Mm-hmm. And I think this first round, we're very much trying to figure each other out of what we're trying to do. And he's blocked another yep. one there as That's well. Tech as well. He loves that jumping elbow. That's what he does, which leaves him wide open. But <sighs> this is it. Oh. Oh, my yeah. days. You're both in about 20% health. He's got you in his, his rage combo and finishes it. That is 1-0 to Sherry. 1-0 to Sherry. Tom, what's happened there, mate? Uh, just, I think I've got a bit overzealous there, thinking, right, no, I've got, a, I've got him down and then just kind of left myself open to the grab and his rage attack then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you've absorbed that. I think I get into a very easy, quite a predictable trend there. I start to like get the elbows and the sword attacks and then I'll. Ah. Oh, that's another one. Uh, That's another one. It saved my hide there is what it's done. Yes, it did. So it's 1-1. Sherry has landed his first hit of his rage combo and it's dropped again. I'm presuming it's because you were flat on the ground. He can't grab you. But I thought that first punch caused a bounce, a, bounce a up. juggle. Mm-hmm. Unless it's but... not so much on, 
I don't suppose know. you get away more of that in Street Fighter than you would maybe in Tekken that way. But yeah, I suppose the grindiness uh, is destructible, and maybe that's what's thrown the system a wee bit. But yeah, I, me and Sherry are very much throwing caution to the wind on this run. Where uh, I'm not as clean as I was against Cardinal Lever or even yourself. I'm very much just in the hope of throw everything at him and hope it sticks. But uh, that's what I was going to say. He's got you panicking a wee bit. I think. So right now it's such a it different style, though. That's two, the thing. Two one. You don't know how to deal with King. You need to get in his face and just. Let that him was have it. it. I think at that point there, where I was just like, just juggle him, just keep him in the air, keep him away from where I can be, and yep. you've brought it back. Stop two, two. him from closing the gap on you. Just it's closing the spaces. That's the same way. Same way we did in Street Fighter Five last yep. season. So this is another one gone to the wire. I don't remember this being as tight, actually. I thought it yeah. was kind of a bit more one-sided for Sherry, to be honest. Oh, two, two, two. He's beating your ass here. Like, he's absolutely tanking you. I did sit back and think to myself, don't engage, really. Just, like, if you can get him down and run the clock back. But he's just putting me to bed, really. Yeah. Uh, a bit. Oh, are we late tech there? But they all count. Oh, that's it. No, he's... That is it. It was so, a struggle. I think that was very much a panic fight, that one, but I think it was because I just his style Mickey's style in that is so unpredictable, it's kinda of hard to mm-hmm. know what he's doing. And King's just a different animal, I think, compared to Devil Jin and um Quarang. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, it's, it, King is really slow, but if he connects with the first hit and then combos you are in a world of trouble because he hits so hard and he can chain any hit and do a throw at any time. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to do, but here, that was a good win for Sherry. So that ended 3-2 to Sherry. So you've took a, another L there, but one thing you have done in the games you haven't won, you've got two rounds. Yeah. So you're still picking so up points. So it keeps me, in, keeps me in, in, in a shout, at least. And now can if I can hope the Cardinal can spring on a big upset. That'll do wonders. That's it. So it is me versus Cardinal, the last fight in the round robin. Um, Let's see how we go. Let's see how we get on. So it is... I'm excited about this one because Cardinal is kind of a funny one. You don't know which one's going to show up at the minute. Um, Yes, he installed the game an hour before we were due to play, (laughs) but he's shown in the first two fights there he has the capability to, to put the points on and actually like Put on, yeah, a, put on a show. He's no pushover. So right now I'm taking this and I was like, okay, I don't know how he's going to fight. So let's just test and see. <laughs> let's just see what he does. See what he, what his tactics are. And his tactics is to get hits whenever he can. He's a good punisher. He does, if you mess up against him, he does tend to punish you. That's um, it. No, but... He stays just out of reach enough and allows you in to yeah. grab you on a counter combo. as well. That rage, co- that rage combo is just... It's so deadly, and it's just a kick to the chest ends that round quite quite it. quickly. Yeah, but he got me down to rage, so he's doing something right. A rage must activate has... in the last like fifteen percent, twenty percent, twenty percent of your health. You'll you'll get rage. So you can do rage arts, or you can do your rage combo, your rage drive. I think it's called. Uh, the rage arts are actually really good. Oh, that's a very um, good evasive maneuver from really nice spin, really nice spin. So. It's currently 1-0 to me, 2-0 to me. 2-0 now. 
for all of but, uh, Cardinal's maneuverability around the arena, he's not. He's just not landing in this game. He, he likes to take himself out very far. He doesn't give himself much. He's 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 good maneuvering, but he's not good at spacing, and he leaves too big. Why he dodges you, he leaves too big a gap for him to capitalize on it. But he's really good at that. Every time I do that kick, it spins him. He gets around very oh. quick and then ends it. So it is 2-1 to me. It's just seeing that combo that you land. I saw you land a couple of times there where you kind of, it's like a chest kick, but you pull him through and it switches you, the character's orientation. Spins him. Mm-hmm. It's, I love that maneuver. It's just bloody good. And it keeps, keeps you constantly in control. Yeah. That's it. And that is it. That one ended 3-1 to me. Look at this. I've been keeping count of these guys. <laughs> I didn't need to Don't you need to worry. I've got your back on this one. <laughs> Our editor has earned his money this month. So, yeah, as I said, that last game then ended 3-1 to me. So here are the final results of the fight. Tom versus me. Tom lost 3-2. Sherry versus Cardinal. Sherry lost 3-2. Tom versus Cardinal. Cardinal lost 3-1. Sherry versus me. Sherry lost 3-0. Tom versus Sherry. Tom lost (laughs) 3-2. And Cardinal versus me. Cardinal lost 3-1. So that means throughout this tournament or extravaganza or round robin, whatever we're calling it, I don't know what it is. (laughs) The points are as follows. Sherry has picked up five points. Cardinal has picked up five points. Tomahawk, you've picked up seven, which is a good showing. Keeping the pace up. But not as good as my showing. No. I, I won all three of my fights, so I picked up nine points. How does it feel, Tomahawk? That gap is growing, mate. I just... It's all yeah. We'll talk about the points later. I'm just I'm too busy laughing at Sherry and how he looks so perfect on King's body. (laughs) It's amazing. So it is. It just fits so perfectly. (laughs) Oh dear! I have too much time on my hands to get these edits, like these bits and pieces done. Like, but keeps us entertained if nothing else. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, that's it. I mean, I I, what what's that? Uh. 33 percent win rate but what i've done is i've still bagged i've took it to the the maximum Wire. rounds basically every time so points of points a few wins would have been a few more wins would have been nice but i think just a bit more of a clinical showing against sherry might have mm-hmm. just it bumps me up by a point really at the end of the day but it still would have been one point closer i suppose one point one point more yeah that's it that's it it's it, it gives me a, a wee bit more wiggle room in the league it, you know, it's it's a leads growing rather than shrinking, which is all you exactly, can do yeah. at the end of the day. Do do what you take care of yourself, and everything takes care of it for you. And that's that's just the way it goes in high scores, high stakes. But yeah, that was a good, that was a that was a nice sort of format to use for fighting games. I thought it was better than the tournament we used for Street Fighter Five because we got we got to play everyone. We all played more games. That's um, it. Yes, and this is a lot more quick fire. I remember the tournament still being. Right, we have to get the first one, then we have to get the second one, and then we'll have to do the final. Then it, it felt 
a bit of a process whereas this one was just like boom next round boom next round boom next round yeah. i think uh, that was because i think street fighter we we did because it was a tournament we did tournament rules so it was three individual fights per right per bracket yeah, so you're still playing about nine nine rounds, nine fights mm-hmm. per. Yeah, so it felt a bit longer. Whereas this one, just one and done, and you're playing up to five fights that way. So mm-hmm. great way format, a great way setup. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, well, let's get to what all these points mean for the league. So yeah, Tekken. A we. A wee whitewash for me. I like that. It's the second one in a row. It wasn't easy, though. I mean, none of my rounds, I think. I mean, whilst I won all my fights, I was pushed pretty hard. And, well, you're one. But Cardinal, and Sherry, to his credit as well, got me down pretty low health on more than one round. So whilst it might sound it was easy for me, it really wasn't. I know you're still working for those three rounds. It's not a case of you've dominated for those nine points. You've been... Like you've come through the other side, but mm-hmm. you're battered and bruised, to, to be fair. But I'm coming away with nine points. Exactly. So That's what we what, want to see. What do these points do for the league? Let's try to not rip anyone off here of points this week, Tom. So keep me right, okay? That's so I, I'm going <laughs> to be the administrator on this one, so I'll back so, you up. So the league now looks like this. In fourth place on 20 points is Sherry. In third, on 26 points, is Cardinal. In second place, on 48 points, is Tomahawk. And in first place, on a massive 61, is me. Massive. These last two weeks have been very, very good to me. Tomahawk. Uh, Yeah, it's just... If if you do come away with this cup at the end of the season, just know that Resident Evil will have done it for you. That bloody key items will have been... It is what it is, but uh, I can't make excuses now two weeks later, but uh, it's put you in a very good position. It sounds like sour grapes. It is sour grapes, let's face it. Like... <laughs> sounds like sour grapes. If only all those key items in Resident Evil were in the same place for everyone's game. Well, if only that was the case. It's in the past. It's in the past. <laughs> I'm all about looking forward in this podcast now. That's it. So Tekken. Tekken is done. You can Tekken at home because we don't need it anymore. <laughs> it's just a Tekken that to the bank. But there we are. You know, I'm, we're, we're not doing puns. We did that, we did that at Tiger Woods and we got nowhere. I'm not, I'm not a stand-up comedian, Tom. I'm a podcast host, okay? <laughs> Tell me this, though. Did you delete it off the hard drive after we finished, or have you kept it? Oh, no. No, Tekken's been on my hard drive since I bought it. No, it's one of those ones that doesn't uh, breathe. I, that, I suppose that... you bought it. That's right. It's on. I had it on Plus then. So, no, I've kept it as well. I fully plan to you know, tick over on it just every so often. I might bring some fellow chums down to do a bit of multiplayer on it sometime yeah. soon as well it's one of those games it's a playstation 4 game so i actually have a load of playstation 4 games on my portable hard drive I just ah, plug it into the back end playstation so it's yeah that street fighter 5 once i download them that have never been deleted never because i know i'll stick them on for an hour i was playing actually before we start recording tonight 
was bringing Steve into the online arena. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hard. Oh, I the wrath of Steve after record. It was Steve awful. is an absolute brutal character. He's so, so strong. It is. But he can't kick, was it? Did you say? Or he can't... No, he can't kick. He can kick on the ground, uh, but it's a very deliberate move. It's like down, forward, wait a second, and then hit a kick button, and he'll just kick when he's knocked down. But he, no, he can't kick otherwise. No, I remember His when we finished off. Weaves. We had everything. We had everything all done, wrapped up. Everyone logged off, and I think me and you played a few extra yeah. after that and you just turned on to Steve and it was just like what is he done and you just annihilated me <laughs> yeah. I just didn't see it, did not see it coming just could, and just couldn't defend most people don't know what to do with him because he's fast and he's really strong and he's one of these characters, he's like king if he hits you with a, he's easy blocked because he's quite slow wind up but once he, once the first hit makes contact the chains are up. Bigger, you're yeah, in a yeah. World of pain, and most of his hits cause, you know, they're juggle. You, they cause a juggle, so you can if you're really good with Steve. Like tonight, I was playing a, a fellow Steve. He just literally, I hit him at the start of the round. He juggled me until I was dead. Just absolutely Fair. brutalized me, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, we're <laughs> cut out." Gonna be, it's gonna be one of these online battles where I'm gonna fight you until I get a point. That's it. Do you find that with playing it online, it's very much uh, once you hit the glass ceiling, it's kind of impossible to to go past it. Or uh, yes and no. Uh, Tekken has that a really annoying demotion system, so you just bounce up and down levels. Once oh, okay, okay. So it does that. So you you'll get beat three matches, and then you'll bop down, and then you'll win one or two, and then you'll come back up, and it's just that sort of stuff. You just yo-yo then after that. Then yeah, all oh, right. Think yeah, Tekken. I think the only thing I could say negative about Tekken is it's so reliant on you learning the move list, which is fine for like Street Fighter or whatever. But every character in Tekken, it's a thirty-year-old game series. Every character is like a hundred and fifty moves. Yeah, and it's like, and just even just doing the suggested combos and stuff is just. It's hard because they have like 70 of them. Steve has a ridiculous amount of suggested combos, which is why I love about Tekken. It's like you could do this or you could just do whatever you want and make your own combos up. Where Street Fighter's a lot more, this leads into this, leads into this, leads into this. Yeah. Whereas Tekken's way more freeform. It just allows you, it's like jazz. Like it's like jazz music to Street Fighter's classical, you know? Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's a bit more, you can have a bit more freeform. creative license. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that by Tekken, but yeah, it's the move lists are daunting, and with Tekken, it's only going to get better. It's alarming. I still remember back in the day, you just were like, uh, what? Yeah. So I think I learned the very first 10 hit combo and then just went, okay, that's it. I've committed that to memory mm, forever. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do me. <laughs> and speaking of doing us, Will that do us for Tekken? Shall we get to the I social so. roundup? Well, that's us ticked off now. We can put that one to bed. Yep. Tekken. Another win for Lover. Two in a row. Two in a row. Tekken is home, Lover. <laughs> Long live the king. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, Tomahawk. Episode 10, season 2 is all wrapped up. It leaves us two jobs to do, and then we can go home. See our family are wondering where we are because this has been a long one. <laughs> daddy, is that you, Daddy? 
Daddy's Tomahawk, <laughs> are you coming home? <laughs> no. I've got to do this podcast. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> got to do it again next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, first things first. Next week, our challenge game is Team Sonic Racing. And the challenge is TBC. <laughs> because we don't do our research in this podcast. But, rest assured, listeners, it will be racing of some description. So if you haven't already, get yourself back to episode 9, season 1, Grip, and see what happens when this podcast get their hands on a racing game. Oh, carnage. 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 It will be good. It will be good fun. But we haven't decided just quite yet what the challenge is going to be. Uh, and the points will be probably back to normal for next week because the week after next is the finale. And we have a big a, one. A big a doozy of a <laughs> We have a doozy of a, of a challenge. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, so make sure you're here next week for Team Sonic Racing. And now that that's done, all we have to do is my favorite part of the podcast, which is try to remember everything I have to remember. So <gasps> deep breath. Keep me right, Tomahawk, because Sherry was, he wasn't very good at this last week. He's missed sixteen <laughs> years of this podcast, so I feel I as it, he doesn't he doesn't know what the internet is. You see, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> he's forgotten all together. So the social roundup. So if you like what we're doing with this podcast, if you're enjoying the podcast, then the easiest, simplest way of supporting us is by hitting the subscribe button, hitting the follow button, or whatever that button says on the platform that you're watching or listening to this on. If you have done that already and you want to do more, then what you can do if you're listening on Spotify is scroll into the description. There will be a poll and there will be a Q&A question. If you just want to interact with them, then it allows us to hear your voice. Uh, if you want to make suggestions on things that you really enjoy with the podcast, or even better, things that you don't particularly enjoy with the podcast, then down there is the way to get your voice heard. We will listen. And we will take on board everything that people say. If you're not listening on Spotify and you think, here, I like polls and I like Q&As, then get yourself over to anchor.fm forward slash high scores high stakes because the polls and Q&As are there also. And to my knowledge, you don't even need to sign into an account to take part in polls or Q&As. So if you want to get your voice heard by us, get yourself over there and get on those Q&As and get on those polls. If you are listening on a service, so Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Google, that's still yeah. a thing, and you're wondering, what the heck are these people talking about? They sound like they're watching a video game of some description. Then get yourself over to youtube.com forward slash at high scores high stakes. There we are putting up all of our episodes in full video form. So if you want to see our glorious faces and our even more glorious gameplay, that's how you can do it without having to buy a subscription to Spotify. You don't have to thank me, but you're welcome. <sighs> if, if you think, I've took part in those Q&As and I've took part in those polls, but I still have more to say to these boys, and you want to say more to these boys, get yourself over to Discord. The link for our Discord server is in the description of this episode and every episode. Over there, 
we have loads of channels one for each episode one for each challenge we also have a what are you playing and it's to be fair recently it's been really really active people are starting to have meaningful conversations in those things um so guess over there every server of a challenge has a leaderboard running on it as well so if you've seen a challenge and you know you can beat us get get yourself some proof a screenshot whatever it might be a video link it in the discord server and get your name added to the high scores table on every server it is the place to go for continuing discussion on high scores high stakes but if you want little screenshot snippets of top quality content, there's loads of places you can get that. The first place is x.com, formerly Twitter. <laughs> Still Twitter. <laughs> there we do loads of stuff. We do memes. We talk about video games. We do this day on PlayStation, where most days, whenever our social media manager can remember it, this day on PlayStation. <laughs> Where if he hasn't had a particularly hard day at work, he will do dive through the annals of PlayStation history and pick a game that was released on that day and he'll do some random post on it, usually something funny and usually with a discussion point for everyone to talk. So if you want to join in those conversations, x.com forward slash hscores hstakes. If you don't fancy that, but you do like Instagram, good news for you, we're there too at high scores high stakes podcast there we do loads of short form videos we do loads of little league updates little snippets of the podcast of the challenges that we're doing there's lots and lots and lots of top quality work going into your instagram get yourself over there and join in the conversation um loads of interaction going on on instagram so do get yourself over there so it's instagram.com forward slash high scores high stakes podcast if you fancy social media, but you fancy it of a more Chinese flavor, get yourself to TikTok.com uh, forward slash High Scores High Stakes Podcast. Or is it just High Scores Indeed, High Stakes? Indeed, I think it's High Scores High Stakes Podcast. It is. It's yes. at High Scores High Stakes. There we do short form videos. Obviously, it's TikTok. It's all you can do on it. Uh, but yourself, there's lots and lots of content going on. So lots and lots of content happening all over social medias, all over the internet, folks. And I think that leaves us with just one more thing to say. Twitch.tv forward slash high scores high stakes, where we are still planning <laughs> on streaming sometime. TBC. Very much TBC. <laughs> TBC. I think... It might be a case of December at the earliest at this stage again because we are doing lots and lots of other things in the background. There's more to come for this part. Yay! Can't wait. Oh god, there's more. This 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 part's going to be longer than the challenges at the read the it, way we're it'll going. Be longer than the, we're going to have to do a social media podcast just in like Imagine every if we had one place where we could just put them all in, like say a Imagine. website. We could just say Imagine. go to the website and it has everything. TBC, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? It's not easy, this monarchy, but twitch.tv forward slash high scores high stakes. Um, there you'll find when we can, one of us, there'll never be all four of us, but one of us will be there streaming a game we're playing casually, or we're practicing a challenge for an upcoming episode, or maybe even me speedrunning Resident Evil Resident Remake. Evil. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But there will be, at some point, there will be one of us streaming there at various times of the week. So just keep an eye on social media channels, so x.com or Instagram to see when we go live there. But do give us a wee follow there as well. 
so you don't miss anything. And it is a good way for you guys to interact with us in real time as well. It's, Absolutely. It, 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 once it gets up and running, it'll be fantastic. And speaking of getting things up and running, it's time for us to get up off our seats and go running back to our families, Tomahawk. So on that note, the last thing to say is, I have been Mr. Lover Lover. This has been High Scores High Stakes. See you on Monday. Love you all. Bye. See ya.